And who are we? That's one secret. We'll always tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Guys. Gossip Guys here. Your one and only podcast delving into the scandalous lives of Manhattan's elite. And welcome to season two, episode 20 of Gossip Guys Max. Tracting Trachtenberg, the finale, Ice Princess. Woo! Now streaming on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's the movie they wanted. Yeah, they didn't. They did not they want, want under, underdog. No one wanted underdog except for Aaron and I. But now we're here. We found something everyone wants to just skate on the pond and be with Michelle Trachtenberg for Ice Princess. And we have a very special guest, someone who we were talking about before right now that we haven't seen her in five years a, a very early guest to, and fan of the pod we have we have neely on the pod <laughs> cut that off. hey guys yeah, just neely it's like madonna it neely. starts with neely i know yeah. i i remember I just me it's just me ah <laughs> welcome thank you for braving the cold braving the uh the zamboni and coming out here uh, i, I want to drive a zamboni it was an oddly timed movie for the weather last (laughs) week here in dallas yes it was very ice princessy here only not as fun yeah yeah a good theme movie for life i did watch it last week though (laughs) on my phone during your phone is it still as inspiring on your phone it is okay it tracks it's portable inspiration oh (laughs) <laughs> wherever you are i guess that's probably a parent thing right now you just have to have it like i mean i don't really get to pick what we watch on tv it's usually something in the realm of like paw patrol or uh mm. peppa pig so if i want to watch something it's usually on my phone while my kids are watching something else so uh, okay <laughs> they're not they're not ready for the magic of ice princess yet no but i do look forward to watching gossip girl with them someday just oh no don't do it <laughs> no be like this is what you don't do oh, okay yeah. <laughs> i don't know if that will work they might they might fall into the trap i feel like there's gonna be such worse stuff on tv by the time that comes oh around. god yes seem like it's like me watching dawson's creek now i'm like what were parents worried about <laughs> They were worried about Miss Jacobs. All right. I, All right. I'm worried about Miss Jacobs. I don't know. That's a really creepy thing to look back on. Speaking of, I was like, oh, that's, that's gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Aaron and I loved it when we watched yeah. it as 15 year olds. And that's the problem with it. Right. Like, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Special well, attention. Yeah, we were, there was no which, hashtag me too then. Yeah. You were the willing victim in that scenario. Yeah. I would have loved to stay after class. What's the problem? <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, all right, we're, we're already off the tracks here. We're, uh, no, we're, we're on the track. The <laughs> no, magic of Michelle. That's oh. what we're here to talk about. And I think, uh, spoiler, this is the most magic of Michelle, I think, I, for me. This is this is on the Mount Rushmore uh, for me. I, I love this movie. Um, it's a great movie. Yeah. It's a really good, like, feel good, wrap you in a blanket, you know, get some popcorn, hot cocoa like enjoy it you know go along for the ride and there's there's some there's some depth to it which we will watch her fall watch her get back up again yeah yes. and i need i need those like uh the little hip thing like the with the, <laughs> the seraphone so when, I, <laughs> when i fall i don't it doesn't hurt you know that's what we all need yeah. little... i know i was like i'm gonna need to make one of those just to like wrestle around with the kids just then it won't hurt as bad 
yeah. just like wear the like I guess they're sort of just fat suits, but then you can just bounce around. That'd be great. <laughs> um, well, I guess before we, I was gonna ask, do either of you ice skate? I'll just talk, ask that now. Um, I did when I was younger. I mean, not like competitively, but um, like I, I haven't been on ice skates in so long. I would be terrified to do it now. Um, I, I would fall immediately. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. And I want to though, I'm down. Let's go ice skating, Andy. I I went I think two years ago to like the Burbank ice yeah. rink, uh, and I Lily is good at it. I am not. Um, and uh, but I, I got to the point because I think I was only ever able to just go straight to the wall, and the wall stops me, and then I can just keep going to the next wall. That was that's all I can do. And if I try to like do anything else, it's you know fall. But like this last time was the first time where like I I kind of got like you're sort of just walking, you know. There's, there's some, there's, I, I kind of got the movement and rhythm to it, but I would definitely fall immediately if I went again. You have to keep it up, right? It's not. Yeah. And our only ice rink here is in a mall. Ew. So, and it's like the cheesiest mall. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. But Are there any malls that aren't cheesy? Like <laughs> at this point, Maybe, yeah. We have, we have a non cheesy mall, but oh. that one is, is not it. It's dairy free. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> a lactose and yeah a lactose it's a, it's a lactose free mall yes that sounds great i think like what i i mean i think we'd all be skaters if we grew up with a, a nice beautiful frozen oh, pond yeah if i uh, live do it in the thing. summer though yeah. i need more information like that's true it was only the winter during this movie um like, is the pond are there fish in it like what happened like what's what's going on with this pond in the off season and then oh, we're wow wow nearly got deep on the pond nearly had some actually, pond concerns i did i was like in my notes i'm like concern one what happens to the pond when the ice melts <laughs> i was like wow i just yeah, wanted to drive this on bony that's all i, I was thinking about i need a follow-up <laughs> we're gonna follow up on the pond concerns because i had some pond wow, concerns. i didn't myself. know i wasn't yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's a that's gonna be our our that's our cliffhanger for this conversation <laughs> But right now, yeah. before that, we unfortunately have to to do the the invert. We have to talk about the inverse of Ice Princess, the 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 sort of cloud that's over our head about Michelle Trachtenberg right now. It's not about her, but uh, basically, we couldn't we can't have this episode and not talk about it. Uh, and that is the the recent sort of I guess the last couple of weeks developments with Joss Whedon that has you know involved basically everyone that he's ever talked to because he's a piece of shit um and i yeah i don't know i think neely you were about to say something it looked like um so i never watched buffy um and not for any reason other than like you know i was in high there were like a million other shows it's just i'm a big fan of the movie from 1992 never got into the show um but as seeing this come out I feel like this came out a few years ago from another show from One Tree Hill. I think it came out that um, like the creator of One Tree Hill ended up being like kind of the same mm. thing, like mm. a huge douchebag, like taking advantage, like just super inappropriate with women. And I just, it makes me really also wonder like how common was this at that time? And even now, like more so then, but like how much more things like that are going to come out. And um but with Joss Whedon, um, I don't really know a lot about him, but I think it's really suspect that he hasn't made a statement. I, yeah, he just retreated at this point. Right. I, I, I mean, 
What's he going to say? If he was innocent, which he's clearly not, he would have said something. So I feel like saying nothing is like a huge admission of. Right. And well, I don't even think that that's, I, I don't think that's really in question at this point, like about him. I know, you know, innocent until proven guilty or whatever, but there's just so much. Yeah here and and yeah silence is everything and but also like what what do you say if you if you I mean, are him like can't. you can't i mean if he denies it fuck him but a lot, that's like what a lot of people do but like the only thing is to have a a great like be gracious for once and be honest and be like i'm sorry i was a scumbag that's the thing like but even does, yeah like, even that yeah, yeah i was super inappropriate but like the thing about michelle trachtenberg about how he couldn't be alone with her like yeah. ugh. Yeah, uh, Aaron, do you want to give us? Yeah, let's let's give a, a recap sort of for people. So, and then we can talk a little bit more. Um, sorry, that's a, not a terrible fun thing to recap, Aaron. No, it's not. No. So yeah, Joss Whedon, you know who we loved, and he created a great show called Buffy, and we and all just Angel found out and, and Firefly Angel. and Dollhouse and directed yeah. Avengers, Avengers Two, Avengers. Yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah. Doctor yeah. Horrible. Doctor Horrible. Dr. Horrible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and we found out he was just like everyone else in Hollywood, awful and perverted and sick. And and what I think what makes it even worse is that he was like seen as a feminist and all of his, you know, sort of shows were, I mean- Characters were female, a lot of them were female led and female driven and- Right. And he was also just mean. Like it wasn't even that he was like creepy, he was creepy and mean. Just like the stuff that, ugh. Just yeah, at least be creepy and nice. Some of them, some of the men, you know, like come across like super nice and welcoming right. to be creepy, but he was just a piece of shit all around. Yeah, like, well, which, which is amazing that it's sort of taken this long to get here. And this is, and even like, he wasn't even sort of in the first, I guess, you know, obviously this is sort of the aftershocks of Me Too and Me Too yeah. is changing everything. And, and this is, never okay but now it's like actually finally coming out and and thanks to the bravery of charisma carpenter and ray fisher before her ray fisher was the one who first brought it up about justice league um mm -hmm. and then and and that was more basically he was assholery not necessarily sexual harassment but i mean probably definitely racism too and within mm -hmm. that and then now yeah now it's like okay it's clear it's it's been everywhere and that's sort of what it feels like it's these aren't isolated incidents and it's not something um yeah it's like I mean, people make mistakes right and that's okay but this is not just a mistake no this is this is uh, 25 years ago this is a he's doing it all the time he's never stopped doing it he's it's a pattern that he he d did and he wasn't able to do because people let him get away with it yeah. for decades and finally, people are speaking out about it and saying, you know, no more. You're not going to make your money and be successful doing these things. And I mean, I think we, we have to obviously applaud Michelle Trachtenberg as well, who came to Carissa, Charisma Carpenter's uh, support or aid. I mean, I don't, aid is, I don't know if that's the right word, but basically seconded her, <laughs> as did everyone on, you know, Buffy and other things. And Michelle Trachtenberg, yeah, like Neely said, there was a a rule basically that Joss was not allowed in the same room with 15-year-old Michelle Trachtenberg, which that has this really gross connotation of like, God, we don't we don't want to know or even, yeah. When um, I was 
looking at all of this and they were showing pictures of Michelle Trachtenberg like from the Buffy era and you just see how young she is and I feel like 15 now and 15 and like 15 year olds now look 27 (laughs) and she looked 15 and she just looked so innocent and so young and like I mean she didn't even look that much different almost than like Harriet the Spy like she literally just looked like a child and she was a child and the fact that he couldn't be alone with her like how did that get swept under the rug for all these years and just nobody ever said anything like i mean he's a piece of shit and it's I mean, gross. it's the story of hollywood right right aaron yeah. um yeah i mean it is it is but I, I, yeah it, it, yeah i don't understand how how i mean i understand how it got swept under the rug but even for for was i mean was he that successful was Buffy that successful of a show that it was to enable him to go this far? And that's my thing is like, again, like I'm not a big Joss Whedon follower. Like I'm not, I know there are a lot of people before this incident came out that like will see everything he does and follows his whole career. But like between Buffy and Angel and directing superhero movies, like, like, was he like always super successful in between that? Like, kind of like what you're saying. Like, you know, that was his success. He, I mean, he'd been writing, you know, and he, uh, I, uh, Toy Story and doing a lot of rewrites for other things and, you know, Buffy. And then he did the show Buffy. Now That's where he got Toy Story the same. <laughs> well, I mean, the guy who like directed Toy Story also got kicked yeah. out of Pixar. So yeah. it's just guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, awful. yeah. And I'm like, no nothing nothing is safe nothing is like untainted but like but joss whedon when i moved to la he's who i wanted to be i was one of those people you're saying where like i i watched every one of his shows and i think it wasn't like he was super successful but also having six shows that is super successful whether or not they actually are are hits and Um, he definitely has like a an eye and like a like you can watch something and you know it's Joss Whedon. Just like, I mean, I haven't watched entire series, but like I've seen enough here and there to where I feel like, you know, I have a, my good friend, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Uh, you're definitely not listening to this. Um, <laughs> is... Kyle, why aren't you listening to this? Come on, Kyle. Wow. Kyle, rude. Um, Just rude. So Kyle... Wait, is Kyle the hockey guy from Ice Princess? I did not like <laughs> that guy. <laughs> so Kyle um, is in the film industry here in Texas and um, he is a huge Joss Whedon fan. And actually... I keep meaning to text him and kind of get his thoughts on this, but I haven't, but um, he's somebody who like went into the film business, like wanting to be Joss Whedon. And like, he's the one who introduced me to Dr. Horrible. And I was like, what is this? Um, And it's just, I feel bad for people like you and like Kyle, who like. Don't feel bad for us. Well, I mean, I also obviously feel bad for Charisma and Michelle and Ray and like all the people that have been right. But like, it's all, it's just sad when I feel like there's whole generations of people who just like love this person and then you find this stuff out and it's kind of like, just feeling like you don't even know, like, you like can't watch the show. Like it just- well, that's I mean, it's, yeah, it's like Aaron, Aaron yeah. and you know, Woody Allen, right? Like that's yeah, you know, no, I, I, very talented. That's the thing. It's not like he's not like Joss Whedon is not not talented, but then it's like, yeah, it, it feels like it said something about us that we like them, right? And we didn't see it, even though 
that's but how are we supposed to know i mean we used to hear stories about their sundays uh singing and doing shakespeare at joss whedon's house Uh, so i don't understand so it just doesn't it doesn't track it doesn't track. yeah something doesn't make sense i don't know but to me it's talking about all these people who loved him who would hang out with him on off days yet they hated working with him i don't know i mean it's just something but do you feel like people hated working with him but also were too afraid to yes like and also they they were they were successful with him so they went along with the ride so yeah it's that they want it's all that it's yeah it's the life everybody loves the life i still love the life poor sarah michelle geller's like just (laughs) trying to say like the most she's like i'm gonna support you guys i I want out. Like, don't like, come She's me. like, Freddie, can you get a job, please? So I don't need to be in the limelight anymore. Yeah. I just want to raise my kids. Freddie, get Side a job. Note, if those two ever get divorced, I'm done. Like, <laughs> that's it, Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. I think that's also part of it is like, we're putting these people on the pedestal and also they're sort of in the game. Like the the narrative. Uh, I don't know if you, you were able to read the, the piece, uh, Neely, that I sent you on Twitter, but Mara Wilson, who is Matilda... Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Starfire. Yeah, and, and sort of the idea that this is the story, and we are complicit in sort of creating mm-hmm. these these stars that then we can destroy. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's now I think going to within the case of Joss Whedon, it's going to the people that actually deserve it, and not when it was like we're destroying Britney Spears. We're Ugh, you know, uh, we're, yeah, and 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 I'm so worried about her. I well, I mean, and I wish we were worried about her 15 years ago, right? Instead mm-hmm. of like, oh no. again we're getting off track but like I watched that documentary and I sat there with my husband and I was like I feel terrible for all the memes I've posted and all of the like crazy Britney shaving her head it's like I don't know we're all complicit with all of these things like we all support these people we watch their shows because we don't know what's happening there or with Britney it's like you listen to Justin Timberlake's Cry Me a River and you're like man that's a Hmm. it's a great bop and then you find out like he's kind of an asshole Right. I mean, it. you just, yeah, yeah. you don't, you don't know. And, um, you know, another one for me was like finding out about Kevin Spacey. It's like, God, now I can't watch like any Kevin Spacey movie because I just look at it and I'm like, you're disgusting. And I just feel like it's like, if you removed all of those people from Hollywood, it's like, what would we really have? There left? is no Hollywood. Yeah. Like what and, would, what and, would there and, and, and I think to Andy's point, yes, we do put them on a pedestal and that, you know, celebrities are our royalty. We don't have royalty. These are our royalty. I mean, it has been two days nonstop of Tiger Woods. He's <sighs> alive. Let's move on. Like, I got it. He crashed. He got his leg broken. He's alive now. But it's been two days of nonstop Tiger. Like, let's yeah, I when he comes out. My, I said to one of my friends, because I was watching CNN, like, when it broke in, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, you would think he was dead. Right? Exactly. Like it was like Kobe style RIP. It was on every channel. It was, and I mean, if I have to listen to the details of his broken legs again, I'm gonna die because it made me physically sick to hear about it. We are in an awful celebrity culture and it is, we are complicit because we continue to scroll TMZ. And I think probably part of us wanted Tiger Woods to be dead because it's a bigger story. It's bigger news. It's more tragic. It's more shit we can feel bad about. You know, it's sort of- slow CNN news day. Because then, and I don't know if y'all were watching this, but then it's like they pull up all the stuff from him that happened yeah. 15 years ago. And I was like, can we not? Like, come yeah, on. Like the HBO documentary that everybody's talking about, like who didn't know this already? Like we're better than this to have to bring up stuff from 
that he's gotten like he's somebody who's actually stood up there and apologized and been like I did really fucked up things and I was a bad person I hope we can say fuck on the podcast fine Um, I mean we yeah um but are we not already (laughs) (laughs) but like but going back to Joss Whedon it's like you look at this young girl this Michelle Trachtenberg like Charisma Carpenter Sarah Michelle Gellar like they were older and I feel like in a way like not that that makes it better but Michelle Trachtenberg was 15 like she didn't what are you supposed to do? You're 15. You're trying to be successful in Hollywood. Like what, what did they expect her to do? What did they, I mean, they've decided that he couldn't be in a room alone with her, but like was someone really watching out for her? Cause that's my question. If that's what watching out is, that seems like the bare minimum. I mean, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I mean, she is the most vulnerable person on set and, and yeah, and James Marsters had wrote that song about her. That yeah, uh, creepy. Yeah, James Marsters plays Spike on Buffy. Oh no, I know who he is, yeah. and okay. I know nothing about him, but he creeps me out. I I don't even know. I literally know he nothing a, about him other than he creeps me out. He wrote a love ballad to Michelle when she was underage. Um, How old and, is he? He looks forty. Hundred. Yeah. Uh, like at least fifteen years ago. older than her. At least he was probably thirty. At least. That's gross. Yeah. Very. I'm uncomfortable. It's, yeah. It's, Aren't we all? It's just sad. <laughs> like, it, when things like this happen, part of me just wonders, like, so what's next? Like, what's the next thing that we're going to find out about a celebrity that we put on this pedestal? And I mean, I mean, there's obviously more and, and more. Well, there's, there's so, it's never, it's never ending. But like, we sort of just have to, you know, tear it down and try and start from a place of respect for everyone, you know? And, mm-hmm. And it's almost like it's too much work to do that, right? Or like the machine is going. We have to keep the machine because we I, Yeah, the, the cycle never out. ends. The cycle never ends. We're just going to pull people out of the Midwest and we're going to ruin them. And that's what then we're going to, you know, eat them up and spit them out. Welcome to Hollywood. And we'll Maybe make those QAnon the, people yeah. are on to something, guys. Yeah. The Boulevard <laughs> of Broken Dreams. Ooh. I don't uh-huh. know. I think, I, like I said, I think the QAnons. No. <laughs> I'm <laughs> <laughs> don't even joke i don't <laughs> um, but yeah I don't, I don't know if there's a, a graceful way to now get to skating but um the pond let's go back to the pond back pond concerns i mean we have we have greater pond concerns that we just talked about and now we are gonna go to where does she i guess it's massachusetts i think that's yeah where- it's in new england in the background somewhere we'll and- just say she lives in small town usa where yeah, anywhere small town yeah it is perfect winter weather it's like gilmore girls always being fall it is perfect weather all the time. Except for the rough ice on the pond. True. Yeah. That and was my we, concern. Are we not worried she's going to slip through the pond? Like, guys. That was my concern, yes. <laughs> There's cracks because, all over the pond, all right? Here in Dallas, last week, people were legit ice skating on lakes. And, like, it was cold. But this is Texas, like... I don't know what they thought was going to happen. But the whole time I was watching Ice Princess, I was like, she's going to fall through that pond. And it's going to turn into a very different movie. I, I did. I did think that. I was like, oh, are we going to have that scene? Like Teddy's going to come out. Like, and I'm like, thank God we didn't have that scene. But it's like, a Disney oh. movie, guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's conflict in this movie, but like that yeah. pond is like one of the strongest ice ever because a Zamboni is driving on it. Like, holy crap. It's, that's a lot of ice. It's like the shallowest pond ever, but. I, I was into it though. That was that was the only concern I had about the movie. Everything else, 
I think it was probably like a hole and then it rained and then it froze. I think that's what happened. It's like literally <laughs> one inch deep and we're yeah. like, all right, it's a, yeah. going with it. Just in reality for a minute. Okay. And she like her mother was so just concerned about everything else. She was just not concerned about the kid falling in. So Joan Cusack plays concerned parent better Great. than anyone. She is like, no. You're gorgeous. You're a beautiful ice skater. You're going to Harvard. You cannot be all three things. You have to be awkward. Like, I love a good story of a beautiful girl being awkward. Like, nothing is better to me. Well, I think that's the that's the the heart of this movie, right? And I actually I have a lot of problems with John Cusack's character in this. The mom is, I mean, the mom, they're great characters. They have a lot of problems here. But the even the poster of this movie, right, is two sides of Casey. It, it shows her with holding her books. Yeah. And then uh, her as Ice Princess. princess. Yeah. Can right. she be smart? Can she be beautiful and athletic? Can't be both guys. Why we all not? Know that. We've it's seen like, enough teen movies and teen TV shows to know that you can either be smart or you can be beautiful. She So she can't skate on like the Harvard skating team? Apparently not. I, I'm totally with you. But also, isn't that what we've, we also inherit this, right? Like when we go to mm-hmm. high school, we have to be a certain thing. We have to be the, whatever clique we're in. We can't be more than one thing. It's like, it's actually what I think the world our parents tell us, right? It's like mm-hmm. this specialization. You have to pick what you want. And even at an early age, like when I was good at baseball, I was like, okay, you have to do that. And it was like the pressure of that was like, no, I'm not just that. And it, it, it made it no longer fun. And, and that's what I was seeing in this movie. I connected to it and on every level, really, this movie. Yeah, it to me telling my 15-month-old, like, you're beautiful, but you're also very smart. Like people be all the time, like, you're so cute. And I'm like, you're really smart. Yeah, and, and you're you funny. Can- can do a lot of things and and you can be like i think there is this idea that someone if someone's pretty they can't be smart if someone's or or they can't be athletic it's like you can only do one of those things and i think also you can be pretty and athletic you just can't be pretty athletic and smart it's like Ah, it's too much much. and like the pretty people are always athletic but like they can't be smart too you you gotta pick a pick your cake and eat it too guys no is that is that that's just jealousy on our part or is that just sort of like it doesn't feel realistic? I mean, it's obviously true. There are people that are all three of those things. I think all three of us mm-hmm. are all three of those things, I'm sure. Thank and, you. and like I, I don't know what our athleticism is. I'm not very I mean I am athletic kind I of. Promise you, I'm zero percent athletic. Um but is that because the world told you? All right. No, Did you have Kim no, Cattrall? No coordination was- really skipped a generation in my life. My dad, super athletic, played every sport, me. Meh. Really hoping one of my kids got the athletic gene because college is expensive, guys. <laughs> you need that scholarship money. Yeah. 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 Well, like, the sorry. physics scholarship. Okay. That's what we want. I know. I yeah, really- the al- there's an algorithm for free being athletic. You can do she this. figured that shit out fast. Like, oh my I God. Mean, like, that was some Goodwill hunting style genius right there. They should have just offered her the scholarship for figuring that out. Yeah, and that then- guy was an asshole. Dokes from uh, Dexter. That's who that was. And he was just like, and he's just like, this isn't very impressive. Tell me more. You know, I'm just like, did you see the presentation? That shit's amazing. Why you yeah. need more? Just give her the scholarship and be like. You can't go to Harvard on a triple axle, honey. <laughs> I don't understand why he's like, he asked her for passion. But like, if you look at that presentation, it's all there. Like that's all the passion, of course. Especially when her science teacher was so excited about it. (laughs) The movie would have ended 
12 minutes in and we would have been like, oh, okay. <laughs> but look at her working her fast food job. Um, oh yeah, oh, that was a busy that. concession stand at the ice rink. Yeah. He, who knew ice rinks were so popular? I, I think no they, they felt like they were as a kid. And now well, like- Yeah, in like New like England. No yeah, they are. You know, it's probably like a hockey game. eating? Aren't they supposed, is that gymnasts? Am I getting the stereotype wrong? No, like, but they had like their weird meals, you know, like a, oh yeah, no, they were saying they could a eat. patty like dried out, and then the the no garbanzo beans and a quarter cup of cheese, and I love the little you know snarky girl. I can't think of her name off Mickey. the top of my head. She the was jumping, jumping shrimp, the jumping shrimp. Oh, I loved man. her. I love jumping shrimp. I loved all the characters. Like this, this is a well-rounded movie. The cast is really good. All the characters <laughs> actually have a, a journey. Uh, you know, and Nikki's really funny, but then that twist at the end where she's just a bitch, basically, like the, like the, I mean, basically the domineering star child. Yeah, the, the mean girl diva, right. yeah. I mean, we knew that was coming, but seeing yeah. Kim Cattrall as a mother in any movie just really throws me <laughs> because I'm a huge Sex in the City fan, like ride or die Sex in the City. And looking at Kim Cattrall in this movie, I'm like, I can't. I can't do it. Like I, I thought this was a good post Sex and the City Kim Control. I thought it was a good step forward in her career. It worked it, for her. Yeah, I think it worked no. for her. I think she was, was a good. Might have been yeah. during. I don't know. Two thousand five. five. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand five. Oh, yeah, post. That's how long ago Sex and the City ended. Okay, <laughs> guys. Drink <laughs> more yeah. wine. Uh, <laughs> but like, I thought she was great. As she, I mean, because she's Tina not Hardwood. Did you hear that? Oh, Tina no, Hardwood. She, yeah. She was great in the movie. I just, it was right, so hard. hard for me. It's hard for me sometimes to separate things. Like Joan Cusack was just Joan Cusack. Like that's just. I don't think she's anything else. I don't think she. No. But that's yeah. also. That actually... say anything. Have y'all seen Say Anything? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's Classic. his sister and she's still his mother. Yeah. Like. And then um, Gross Point Blank when she's the assistant. Oh. Yeah. I love her. She's great. I really do. Um, but she was terrible to me. She was the worst. <laughs> She was the worst mom. She was a really bad mom. Let's okay. Why is she the worst mom? As the mother in in the in the pod here, I just think that you cannot put that much pressure and hopes and dreams on a child. Like you can't be like, I didn't get to do this, so I'm in, like. I feel like it's just that's we see it all the time. It's the like making your child live out your dreams. Yeah, and then when they like kind of have an interest off to the side, you're like, nope. Mm -mm, not supporting you. I will only support you if you do the dream I want for you. And if you do the dream that I don't want for you, you don't get my support until the end when I'm like, oh, you are a really good ice skater. And then- Which She needs to follow her own advice, right? Like at the beginning of the movie, when uh, she's talking to Casey, uh, Michelle, about what should my project be about? She says, you'll know your topic when you know how to use your eyes. And uh, I mean, and, and she didn't listen to her own advice. It took her to actually see her daughter to mm -hmm. go. And, and, and then that's a very purposeful thing uh, in this movie to do that. It's great but writing. It is good writing, honestly. <laughs> it is a well-written script. It really is. Like, I feel like it looks like a really, like people shouldn't judge it based on the trailer because it's got a lot more depth to it than I think people would realize. I don't even think I realized it until a rewatch. Yeah, no, I didn't realize back in 2005. Well, I and I would say, don't read the description on Disney+. Plus. I read it and I got really mad because it's like the brainy, ugly duckling and like talks a lot about like the Zamboni love Yeah, the Zamboni guy. And like, and Teddy is great. I really like Teddy, but he's love not- Teddy. 
he wasn't a huge part. Like I, I was worried that it was going to be more about like, oh, like their romance, but he was just, he was actually a really good friend and helped her out. Like the, coming with the Zamboni on the pond, was like ridiculous, but I loved it. Um, and they even said like, oh, I can drive seven miles an hour on the road. Like <laughs> even that line prefaced it, man. It was this, this script. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Teddy was, Teddy's great. I, the story, like I said, it just, it's like a warm hug. I mean, you know, it's going to end, like how it's going to end. Like, you, you know, at some point she's going to like get, I can't, sabotaged. I couldn't think of the word. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, the second you see that like Disney logo, you know, it's going to be nice gonna be good you know, it's gonna be very up and down like yeah you're gonna root like then they you're gonna his- see this this hero get unfairness and then go through some injustice you know as she does you know she sees this unfairness as as the science geek you know when she gets the the invitation and it's not for her right go you know? give this to uh whoever yeah. in your class yeah and then she finally gets on her journey to to be an ice skater and then she faces the injustice of her own who a friend who she trusted uh, to for the new skating boots to sabotage her mm-hmm. yeah and, and then you have her finally the the parental figure coming to her aid tina yes and it's just it's this it's this just perfect, perfect, perfect screen. <laughs> like I, this, this guy, they got an A when they, when they get this in call, when they wrote this in college. Okay, oh for yeah. Sure. Yeah. Do you well, think I, this was a, an, a class assignment? Like, right? <laughs> yeah. Bad. It just feels so perfectly well done. They just executed it perfectly. It's almost as if they took certain things out of a hat, like Mad Lib style. And they were like, fill in the blank. Ugly duckling decides she wants to pick a sport ice skate right <laughs> like but it's so good i mean but that's, yeah. i mean that's the disney formula right it's not yeah. necessarily uh and i mean it's even in the title right this is an ice princess it's a princess story um you know without it's not animated and it doesn't have sort of a fantasy element but obviously this is all fantasy right this is yeah i was so with her you know i'm like tearing up when she does the triple axel man the surprise one oh Oh, it's oh. great. great. Who doesn't love figure there. skating? And who doesn't love an underdog coming <laughs> out Sorry. of her, you know, underdog ways? She fights through and at the end she prevails. And you're just like, is she going to go to the Olympics? We don't know. And now, and now she has her mom and a new mom and everybody's happy. And everybody's <laughs> best friends. Lily yeah. came in at the very end of the Talk movie. boy. She's got the best friend. She's got the boy. She's got two moms. She's got her ice skating. She's got her physics. She's got it all, guys. You did. She does. I mean, she's tired, right? But like, I did like that this movie showed a stuff was lagging and how hard she was working, right? Like, I think Aaron and I have pointed out in so many of these movies, like the heroes just get it given to them. And Mm -hmm. here she is working her ass off. They do a lot. Like, I was just like, oh man, I wish I was this driven. You know, I was like, I gotta wake up earlier to get on that bike. You're lazy. I'm just sitting here on my couch watching Ice Princess, and she's like doing 1,200 things, working a job, skating. And she was doing it with no one believing in her, right? Her mom got an A plus. I just got an A. I didn't get one with a plus. (laughs) You didn't get the plus? No, because then she gets like a test back or something. Oh, right. Yeah. Like you didn't get an A. She's like, not with a plus. (laughs) Oh, is that like her friend? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. There's just, uh, I mean, I like we got, we got a Michelle Kwan. Oh, no, we have to talk about Hayden Love love Michelle Kwan. Hayden Penetaire was great. 
She was great. So good. Love, love Hayden. Oh, I love the Hayden Panettiere movie from her younger days. Raising Helen. They're all good. Ooh, Raising Helen was good. It's really good. I think, I don't know if I saw any, I, I definitely saw some of hers, but I don't know if I saw any of the ones where she was the main person. But like this movie was perfect showing her talents, right? She's sort of the, the arch cheerleader, like mean girl, but then she's just like a sweetheart. Like I like their yeah. friendship a lot. That was the, she like, wanted the out ship of that, that I was in. World. She was like, yeah. I'm, she wanted out of that skating world. She yeah. was like, great, you're here now, bye. Like, Fuck you, mom. I mean, and yeah, the parents just aren't listening to their kids this entire movie, which I totally vibed with. Um, I feel that's like, that's like a theme in the movies we watch. You're days. a kid, what do you know? Yeah. That's, that's the moral of the story. <laughs> There was a, even a moment with Jen, who's uh, Hayden Benatare, like after she finishes her performance in regionals, she like she sort of gain, like does a big smile for the audience. But then the real face comes out where she just sort of looks upset. Like I can tell she was just that was the true face where she's like, I don't want to be here. This was fake. Yeah. And I thought like that was really good acting like that. They just it was just a look. And that was when you knew that she was going to quit. I think um, I want to watch it again. But I feel like that's a really common trope with some of these movies is you have the like naturally super talented or like mm -hmm. not even naturally, but like your parent has pushed you, but you hate it so much. Did y'all ever see Center Stage? There's like a whole plot line. I know it, but never saw it. I know it, but never saw it. Okay. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Gossip Girl, but it's this, but ballet. Ooh. So. Yeah. Is it Go a watch movie Center or a, it's a TV show? It's a movie. Okay. Um, and it's, it's great. Um, but... There's like, I feel like there's a lot of these in these movies where you have somebody who's being like so pushed by a parent but hates the sport or the club or whatever it is they're doing. And I don't know, it's just still good. Even with all of its predictable, cheesy moments, it's well, a mean, great movie. You say it's predictable and cheesy, but like it feels real to me, you know? Yeah, like, I, it does. I don't think it's necessarily like a, I mean, it's, I guess, formulaic. I, yeah, it's like, formulaic and it's, it, uh, there are, I mean, yeah, this the story could be filled with cliches that we've seen this, seen this before, but, but it cliches is cliches and being predictable aren't a bad thing. Like, no, I it's not them, like, in a bad way. Like, I think sometimes you want to watch something that's formulaic. You want to watch yeah. something that feels good instead of something currently on Netflix that you don't know what's going to happen. Well, yeah, I think, I, I think it's the formula really, really well. Yeah, that's the thing. The, it's a formula and you know what's going to happen and you know you're going to feel good. But this one, as so many are not, was done very well. I don't think it's good. It doesn't get the credit it deserves. I think a big part of it, though, like Elf said, is the casting. I think the all around the casting, casting is it's a lot of super talented people. You know, it's not just like B-list people that you don't know about. It's people that are like, very very talented and mm -hmm. very seasoned i mean kim cattrall and joan cusack have been around forever and they've done tons of films and they've done tons of tv and they've they're i mean they're very good actresses hayden panettiere i'm pretty sure has been acting since she was yeah. really little um like michelle trachtenberg i mean these are people who have done a lot and i felt like you're not even if it's something that's formulaic it's really talented people which makes it better i mean plus the writing like yeah said, i think i think that that's story. that's how you make a good movie you take a formula we already know you make it you make it better mm -hmm. you know, yeah and you, and you put it in a situation we haven't necessarily seen so yeah. like the ice skating nerd you know There's and not then, a lot of ice skating movies out there it's like this and cutting uh, edge that's cutting edge is great that. 
love cutting so edge. Good. We need more. I haven't seen cutting edge, but I'll, I'll put it on. Oh, the see cutting edge. oh, you need to see cutting edge. Relax. Uh, Blades of glory. <laughs> so good. It's very um, enemies to lovers. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, are they? Oh, okay. Are they a figure skating uh, part pair? That They're thought, a duo, yes. but ah. he's a former hockey player. So he is learned. It's sounds great. Topic. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I'm into that. Topic. Yeah. Like, um, now I need to go find it on. T- it's got to be on some sort of streaming service. <laughs> I need to watch it right now. Um, I just wanted to point out. I really like Teddy when he said, "I think babbling's cool." I just, you it's know, just, <laughs> like I feel good. Teddy. Like I almost wonder if Teddy, like for years, had just been like, n- like knew about her almost, and was like, she seems great. Like I'm kind of weird and quirky too. Like we fit together. I don't know. I like him. I, he's a good that, movie love interest. Yeah, yeah, he is. And he, but like, he's just a nice guy who's like, he sort of doesn't have a lot of dimension, but like, he doesn't really need to. They but never. Do. He just wants. <laughs> they yeah, never do. Enough. <laughs> he just wants to, he just wants smooth ice and don't be on the ice when the zambonis are out there just yeah, follow the thing, rules his thing was yeah. just yelling at her at the beginning but like uh it was because he his mom is tina is yelling always, at her yeah, yeah exactly him, yeah. he's always being yelled at to like follow the rules it's the cycle man so we with sharks but hey love breaks the cycle aaron that's that's it uh, or a formula. Math also helps. Uh, but yeah, this movie also has like Moneyball in it. That's what it is. It's like, <laughs> yeah. She like revitalized or like reinvented the sport with like in an afternoon. You know, like Michelle Kwan, all these people would be all over this. You know, I, I'm pretty sure they have probably. Like physical. Probably, yeah. To be an Olympic figure skater. You just need to do the formula. It, ma- it like, makes sense. Me. I just all of a sudden learned how to do a triple. Yeah, but... Just don't forget, you do the jumps. Ah, uh, yeah. Not the computer doesn't <laughs> do the do jumps. jumps. And the I words like of Jesse Pinkman science, yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do we? I mean, I could go on forever just fawning over this movie. Uh, I know you could. I know. I'm so glad you liked okay. it. Okay, let's I'm talk sure. about Joan Cusack a little bit more because I think she's she's the well, but her and Tina. I think we still have more to talk about with them because they are they're the same. Even though Joan Cusack thinks they're so, I mean, they're different in terms of you know she's the nerd and Tina's the yeah, and what they want, but the way they're doing it is the same. Exactly. They're forcing same. their daughters to do things that they don't yeah. necessarily want to do. Hmm. And they're trying to live their dreams through their children. I think I, An like, I, like, story. Tina, I like Tina more because at least she's more honest about it. You know, I feel like yes. she, does, she has no illusions of what she's doing. Um, but Joan Cusack, it took so long. And, and she and she's and she thinks she's better. Right. She's the feminist the who's, you know, talking about all these different things. And then she's just thinking about it in such a superficial way of, oh, because you wear us like a maybe a quote unquote sexy outfit or like a ridiculous outfit, whatever you want to call that. It's not beautiful. It's not Matt like that scene where she's just like, so what if I'm beautiful? Why is that a bad thing? I that was just like it was just so well done. Yeah, and then know. the Michelle Branch starts coming in and the the, the all the Natasha Betty Can we just speak for a second about oh, the music? Please. <laughs> please go. This is song. great. Everything great about the music in this movie fits so well. Like, we need to give credit where credit is due to music supervisor on Ice Princess. Oh, yeah. They deserve... Like, this movie was just, like... 
why is it not a big deal? Like this feels like it's it's made much more well-made than most Disney movies that we talk about way too much. I feel like when somebody says something like feel good Disney sports movie, your brain goes to like, remember the Titans or Mighty Ducks and- Which are great movies. As sad as it sounds, I feel like your brain is just never gonna go to a movie centered around a woman. That's the problem. That's also, the- Princess maybe be the title was the. I th- I think. Yeah. You know, I listen. I love a good sports feel good movie on any level. Like Remember the Titans, Draft Day, all of them. I love oh, anything sports. Oh, so good. Love costume. Um, <laughs> seriously, such a good movie. I watched it every year on the first day of the draft. Yeah, it's right, dude. Yeah. Um, fantasy draft morning I'm watching draft day it's great every time Um, I do it every year Um, you're gonna get pumped Andy I don't need to get pumped with draft day I can just I mean I count down to like I'm not a normal person I I love the draft it's like oh no I love the draft I love Um, the draft more than I love the rest of football season I'm like let's go oh man Um, you play fantasy sports like oh okay well, fantasy football. I don't play other fantasy sports because um, I don't really follow other sports, but I'm a big football person. But um, I feel like that's the other thing too, is that when you, it's not a sport that is widely popular. Um, so I think you have a couple strikes against it, why it's not as popular. You have woman-led and not a sport that a lot of people care about. Um, so I don't think people are really going to look at the underlying story, which is really so much more than that. Um, they're just like, oh, well, it's not a movie about football. It's not a movie about hockey. So meh, I'm out. Like, I, that's exactly how I feel when I'm going through Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> that's the voice. Yeah, uh, verbatim. That's what I say. I feel like not, I feel like it's not a movie about hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm I, sorry, it's a movie about basketball, so no. not gonna do it. Um, now, <laughs> when you only... scroll through Netflix, you're just gonna have my voice. Yeah. <laughs> not a movie about football, <laughs> <laughs> it can only be football. Yeah. I like it I needs to be like... one of those really quirky Netflix categories, like feel good movie about football, not ice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even think about putting it like muddying my the one movie is remember the Titans. <laughs> yeah, I think you're you're totally right that that it is because unfortunately, because of those things. And I also think yeah, it, it is unfortunate, sad. It's, it's to what Aaron also said. I think it's called Ice Princess, and that has this connotation of it being this fairy tale, and it kind of is, but it it, it feels like, oh, it wants to be. Pocahontas or something, right? Like it's but a it's, movie it's... for girls. Like right. I mean, I just think yeah. that's what you're gonna. And I hate that. Um, I have a boy and a girl, and they're four and one, and we don't have girl toys. We don't have boy. We have toys, and we have. My son is four. Loves Frozen. Loves Frozen. Like loves Elsa. Loves all of it. Loves playing with dolls. And I like. Even with my husband, who I feel like is a pretty good feminist, it took him a while to be like, he wants a doll. I'm like, what? Why does it? What does it matter? And then one day he picked up the doll and he's like, look, I'm a daddy. And I was like, he just wants to be like you. And I feel like, but I feel like so many kids are raised. You can like princess movies. You can like this. And so you see something like Ice Princess, like you said. And you're immediately removing half the population from wanting to watch it just because those are the gender stereotypes that a lot of people place on their children. 
Right. And I think that's why I didn't see this movie when I was exactly the age that Michelle Trachtenberg is in this movie when it came out, I think. Like, I think I was a junior in high school and I, I was feeling this shit. Like, I would have loved, like, I mean, I wasn't doing yeah. a physics project or ice skating, but like, I feel like I, I don't know. I bet if a girl was like, hey, you, you want to go see Ice Princess? Oh, you... I would have been there. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, and now, I am comfortable and want to see every movie. I don't judge movies based on that, but I think that was like when you're 16, you yeah, see you're like not looking at it. You're not looking at that. And yeah. you're just like, oh, this oh, is garbage. I can vividly remember a walk to remember came out when I was a senior in high school. And I remember like dragging my boyfriend to go see it. And he was one of the only guys in the theater. And he was like, I hate you. It's the worst thing you've ever done to me. I'm so embarrassed. And I was like, why? Like, who is here that's going to be like, oh, he saw a walk to remember. Like, yeah, who who does care? Like it's so stupid. Uh, the lights are down, you know. Uh, but I, I I had that same thing. Like, well, more it was more like, oh, I see movies with my parents. I don't want anyone to see that I'm with my parents. But like, no one cares when that actually happens. Literally, no one cares. They're paying it's, for it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> everything in life, I think we think that other people care what we do a lot more yeah. than we do. No you know, cares. it's like when you think like, oh God, I wonder if anyone's going to notice I'm wearing the same shirt two days in a row. And then you think, do you remember what anybody wore yesterday? No one cares. We all think people are paying attention to us, but no, we're all no worried about no. ourselves. It's, it's exactly. that, yeah. But it's it's actually funny because I think what we're just saying about this movie and people sort of rejecting it for being one thing, that's the theme of this movie. No too. one was paying attention to these kids, what they wanted, yeah. what they really wanted. And maybe they Disney wanted, wasn't- They wanted lots attention. of things. Yeah. And all they these wanted parents to- wanted was their own redemption out of their own children. And I think it's also like, like on another level, like a deeper, deeper level, like learning to be okay with failing, like learning to be okay with like, you didn't get the dream you wanted and that's okay too. Like, it's okay to let go of that dream and not put it on your kids. It's okay to just be like, Hey, like, yes, I'm not, I never became this professional ice skater, but that's okay. Because like, I became some pretty great stuff too. And I think that's a good lesson for people to take from that is these parents are trying so hard to make their children be these things that they couldn't be, but like, it's okay that you weren't that thing. Like no one's sitting here saying like, Oh, you weren't a professional ice skater. Like you weren't, you know, your your mind is a powerful thing though. Like Tina, especially in Tina's case, like she cheated and lost that dream. Right. And so Mm -hmm. regret is a very powerful thing. And that is why, I mean, it, it's haunted her this whole life. And that's why she feels like this is the only way out because you're mm-hmm. too old at 27 to ever do it, which is so, but now she can be a great coach, right? And I think that's mm-hmm. hopefully where she is. At that's the end her redemption. Season. Like she, right. I think her redemption is like taking all of that talent and helping other people reach their goals and like helping other people not cheat. <laughs> like- which she did and not do a great job of at the beginning yeah. or like when she sat, I, I knew I was like, oh no, that can't be good. New shoes. That's a horrible idea. Old habits die hard. Yeah. Wrong. So wrong. She has her signature move, guys. I no. loved when Michelle called her on it and also called Teddy and, and like she mm-hmm. and uh, Hayden on it. Uh, that, I mean, she was very hard on them and, and didn't believe that they weren't a part of it. But I love that they didn't hold that against her and they were both just apologetic and like I feel like that's such a natural thing like to feel like everybody's out to get you and everybody's teaming up against you you know like oh you lied to me I mean like I felt like that was super real because like I feel like everybody's felt like that at some point like everybody's kind of felt like everyone's against them and everybody's trying to have them fail so I felt like that was kind of 
I know that really. No, it was it was a perfect uh, act two climax. <laughs> this, this you literally all is lost. She lost everything that she'd been working for for this hour and twenty minutes movie. If she got these new friends, new coach, she's, she was skating. A new mom, a new mom, a new mom era, right? because yeah, mom was gone. yeah, and it's all is lost. She was like, "Screw it, I'm gonna go back to studying." Yeah. <laughs> now she didn't. Because if I fail, I fail. It'll be because I'm not good enough, not because I don't have the guts. Ah, oh, Michelle. I mean, did, did, why did this script win awards? Did, was it blacklist? <laughs> was it on the blacklist? Well, how did it's not like? What else did was it get nominated that year? Like, what do we need to go be like? <laughs> what you, yeah, I don't understand. 2005. What did you give us? Jeez, not enough. Man, not, uh, I think it never my, is. If this movie came out this year. You know, no. with the way that Disney is now, I think this is also came in a little maybe. I mean, Disney was powerful in 2005, but it wasn't what it is now. Like it's it sort of, I think that is maybe part of the equation too, right? Like now, any new movie that comes out on Disney Plus, it takes over everything, and everyone watches it and has an opinion on it. And I think mm-hmm. this movie would do well with that level of scrutiny. Like I think they'd be mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I appreciate this movie." I've seen nothing else this or the past year. I've seen Soul like three times. So, I mean, I agree with you. I also think if it came out now, nothing else came out the past year. So it would really like have some some good shots. Yeah, and I feel like Disney might've done that when this came out. Cause I feel like I saw this on Disney Channel like right around the time it almost like came out in theaters. So they like right it. after. They did it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, man, man. I miss old school Disney Channel. So much good stuff there. I mean, yeah, if this was just straight to Disney Channel, like, holy crap, they did yeah. good work. Uh, that's Isn't a good- Everything, like, everything is kind of straight to, I mean, nothing's really like going in the theaters anymore, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, now, yeah, I think theaters won't die, but they will be this like sort of a niche thing that will be for special big movies or yeah. movies or people like Aaron and I that like love movies and they're our life and we w- need to go to the theater because I used to be yeah. that I mm-hmm. used to see like every movie nominated for Oscars like every big movie that came out I've seen like three movies in four years in the theater I've seen other movies just and the last movie I saw in the movie theater was Bohemian Rhapsody well, now it's like, mine was actually A Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which is a great last movie to see in theaters. It's like- Oh, the- mine was Sonic the Hedgehog. Great movie. <laughs> great movie. Like, if we had to be judged based on the last movie <laughs> we saw in the theater. Like- I like, that's actually, I think a perfect- uh... <laughs> It's kind of like those memes that are like, you're the last thing you ate. What yeah. are you? It's like- <laughs> I'm a lady on fire. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you're me. yeah that's all good yeah I, sonic the hedgehog works really well for aaron too i think that's <laughs> crazy that's really funny um yeah well I, uh, let's talk about michelle i think that's how we have to end here we've we've gone on this journey with michelle aaron and neely thank you so much for coming for the exciting thrilling conclusion this is like i don't know is i just the best movie though i think so i uh, it, better than what what are the other ones we've done i, I mean euro trip i don't but i i mean oh man in, real good. in terms of movie yes euro trip is a better movie but mm-hmm. i didn't say better it's just really good euro trip's a funnier movie that you like more but i think ice princess is a better movie that's what i would say but in ter- I, I think uh i, I think performance this, best what performance is, is y'all have to refresh my memory harriet uh, the spy so good and then was that it? What was the other Harry one? Harry the Spy. This. Oh, and 17 again. 
Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. With Zac Zac Efron, she was the. This, um, okay, Ice yeah. Princess is her lead. This is her most that we've seen her. Right. So I, 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 and the thing is, they've all been different characters, and different, and she's had these different emotions. And I'm, what is her? And then we didn't get a real like Michelle oh, freakout. Freak we almost did. At, we did at when the, she's yelling at Tina. I think that's yeah. what we did, but that was felt very righteous. And it, not it felt, like, yeah, it wasn't like comedic. It was real. It was real. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I really think this might be her best performance. I, I think this was just the best material she had to work with. It, it definitely is that. Yeah, she movie. The I movie. Mean, she's on the poster. She carries. The yeah. Movie. You know, she yeah, does. she carries it. Yeah. And, and, and it, it, she is helped by her cast, right? Everyone down the line is really good. Like Nikki, the skater is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And even the little kids, you know, yeah. I, I thought the recital was adorable. And I and then like, them you being not squish me, <laughs> you know, and and Michelle is in between these, you know, two titans of actresses who are helping her along the way. So, yeah, I think it's it, this performance is is it. Could this y'all imagine, though? So like you're Michelle 16 years ago and you find out you're doing this movie with Kim Cattrall and Joan Cusack and your mind is just like blown. Yeah, you're it's just like, like, don't fuck up. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I get to do a movie with Joan Cusack. Like I feel yeah. like well, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I I wonder if they have the same thing, you know, because she is an actor, it's her job. I know she's a kid, but at the same time she's been doing this. So it might be I think I'm sure she's not a robot. I, yeah, so I think she has that it. that there is that some of that feeling of these you right. know, especially if they she did look up to these people as actors, you know, right. maybe she as as we all were as kids, you know, watching Sex in the City, you know, maybe she did that, you know. So she, you know, I, I assume she had some of that feeling. Right. And yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's also sort of probably like a not a competition necessarily, but it's like, oh, I'm gonna up my game because like you you're gonna rise to the level of who's with you and your yeah, the, the better people make you better, and that's that's supposed to, you know. That should be wow. on a sticker. Better people make you better. It's everyone's afraid to like be surround themselves with people that are better than them, but that's like that's the only way to improve. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there are a lot of people who always want to be the best in the room. Yeah, because they're afraid to be not the best. And I feel like it's it's good to be the person learning from other people. Yeah. How else do you, you know, continue to learn if you're not around other people and better people and I was in Mexico talking to a 90 year old teacher and I asked like, oh man, you must have like, you must have been such a great teacher. You must have taught them so many things. And she said, no, they taught me so many things, you know, and that's the, that's it. You know, you might think, what is a five-year-old? Of course, like Neely knows better than us. Like she's learning from her kids. It's absolutely true. I like, I constantly, especially my son, he's super smart. He's four. Um, but he's like very precocious, very smart. And I mean, you really do learn a lot from kids. I, their minds are fresh. They don't have all these and like, they don't ju- like there's just, yeah, there's no mm-hmm. thoughts bogging them down. They think everything's amazing. They see like the best, if you like, we ask him at the end of every day, like what was the best part of your day? And like, he's never like, Oh, it was a bad day. Or like this happened. Like they only see like the best in every person. Like, it's just it's super refreshing to be around kids, especially super young kids. Cause they, my daughter is 15 months. She's judgy. She hates everyone, but um, my <laughs> she's a COVID baby though. So she was born like right before COVID hit. So she just like, hasn't been around people. So now when she's around people, she's just like, 
doesn't trust it. Yeah. Well, and everyone's in masks. She's just like, I don't know what the hell's going on. (laughs) Like, I don't want to be here. Um, But yeah, like my son, literally, he never met a stranger, would talk to anyone. And I agree with that teacher you talk to. I think kids teach us way more than we can teach them. Shout out to the physics teacher. That guy was great. Like, this is your calling. Here, do you want some toast? Like, and and he was just like so supportive. Uh, He was such like a weird... Say that again. It wasn't creepy. No. No. Yeah. And he was like, he was so refreshingly not like a movie star, you know, like he was just like, he probably was a science teacher. Like that's what it felt like to me. Like they just actually found someone's science teacher. Or just local New England casting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You got to, this movie, they just all down the line. Like maybe they just filmed it at that school and they were like, we need a teacher who wants to be in this scene. Maybe that happening. I can see something like that. I thought Zoe, the rocker skater, was great. She's great. Too. Yeah. Like, great casting. The friend was great. Just, say that again? The friend was great. The like, friend was good. She kind, of, she kind of got nestled aside by uh, Hayden Penetaire, but like, I liked their scene together where they finally, she got what she wanted. Like, wait, do you know cute guys? Oh yeah, can you be my math tutor? That was great. <laughs> hmm. Every every story, yeah. Ah. Yeah, every, there, yeah, there were no plot holes. Uh, it was great. Except, you know, no, there was a plot hole. The, ooh, pond. the pond. It's we one giant come... plot hole. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, wouldn't it have been crazy if like the credits roll and then there's like one scene after the credit and it's just like the Zamboni falling through the ice and you're like... Is there like a, is there like a Reddit page? Is there a Reddit community about the, the Batuan and Ice Princess? <laughs> I don't know. There's a Reddit community for pretty much everything. It would not shock me if somewhere on Reddit there's a thread of some guy who watched Ice Princess at like three in the morning and he's like, That pond is not safe. That can be us. We can start that Reddit thread. Oh, man. We're just waiting for everybody to randomly pick it on Disney+. Plus. Oh. I have one last thing. Not last thing. I could go forever, but... I thought during this with the the frozen allegory, we brought it frozen a few times. I thought there's an alternate universe where instead of Kristen Bell, Hayden Panettiere was in Frozen. Like we end we end with a a song from our our lady, Hayden Panettiere. I think it was like I See You or something. Um, I don't know. I just like really good in Frozen. Oh, no. Kristen Bell's great. I'm just saying, I don't know what happened to her. That's what I I was just like. She's so good in this. Bring Hayden Panettiere back. Hidden Panettiere went on and did Nashville. Nashville's great. Oh, Nashville is great. Good call. Yeah. And Nashville uh, was great for like four seasons. Yeah, the first four seasons. I didn't. I didn't watch the CMT version. I didn't either. I I just oh, yeah. left it. Yeah, I left it, it was ABC. happy ending. Huh. I left it at ABC, and I was like, that's, that's unfortunately, I'm having no more. Yeah. <laughs> didn't yeah, she I have first... a kid with with uh, Vladimir Kitschkow? And she's probably raising her kid. I think so. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. She's made her money. Now. She's what is Michelle chilling. doing now? I'm sure y'all have y'all have covered this, but like, what is what's Michelle, Michelle right now? Um, I don't know. Lately on her Instagram, she's like, looks like she's shooting something on her own. So is she married? Does she have kids? She is I married. I, is isn't she? she? She said something about her family when she was talking about the Whedon stuff. That like right, right. now she's just working or it's like trying to feed her I'm family. Trying to get through a pandemic. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so I don't know, I, I didn't look up like who her family is. Cause I, it's not my business, but I'm assuming, I don't know. That Good could on her be... for keeping it private though. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think, I mean, she learned better than anyone the, you know, why to do that, you know, 
Joss Whedon was exhibit A and there's probably exhibit C, Z, you know, of all the yeah. people um, in this. But, you know, this, this felt like, this was like Michelle breaking out of all that. And I think you, you mentioned that like the expectation of working with Joan Cusack and Kim Cattrall and, and being in a Disney lead, I think there probably was an expectation that this was gonna do a, a change, uh, lead to an even bigger thing, right? In her career. And I think we're, what we're all saying is we're bummed that it didn't, but at the same time, I don't think we're, I don't think she's upset or, you know, criping. Yeah. She's not Tina right now in the kitchen, forcing her kid to be an actress. She gets it. She's um, probably like, please don't be an actress. Yeah, exactly. I really wonder how many of these people, like actors and actresses about around this time are like begging their kids to not do it. Like just, I don't know. I feel like you either see it one of two ways. You either see these, kids of actresses just get thrown into it and pushed into it or you never see them because their parents are super private i feel like there's like no middle to that yeah i think that's true and it is sort of i i worry about that in terms of having kids in la of and I, and aaron can speak to this more because he grew up in in the machine right sort great. of uh <laughs> it was great right okay um but like to me it feels like it almost especially if I'm in the industry, it almost feels like I am without even doing anything. It almost feels like I'm putting that expectation, especially LA has that sort of vibe of like, Oh, that's all that's out here. It's not true, but it, it feels like it's most of it though. It's most it, of it. Everyone talks about it, whether they're in it or not. Um, so like, to me, it's like, Ooh, I, you know, I don't want that pressure, even if it's not coming from me, it's sort of, I want someone it's I, to me, like I want someone to move to LA on their own accord, but obviously yeah. it comes every other way. Like Aaron is glad yeah. that he's here and, and grew up with what a else different am I go? <laughs> in, What else can I do? Semi sort of related way. Like I do not want my kids to be influencers. Like I do not, I would not want that for them. Um, I love what I do, but sometimes it's not fun having strangers just, think they know everything about your life or like I that's why like we don't show our kids faces on social media um or my blog for that reason because their privacy is like super super important and my husband is an insanely private person um so I'm gonna be like one of those moms in the movie and I'm gonna be like no you're gonna go do this other thing you're gonna go be a ice skater yeah I hope, or, well, I mean, but the, the, the message of the movie is if you tell them to do that, they will probably do, they'll probably want to be an influencer. Go be an influencer. Go do it. And then she'll that's go the, do it. That's the message of our podcast. To anyone listening, don't be an influencer. Don't be an asshole either. Um, just get skates. If don't you're be upset. creepy yeah. and make people on your shows uncomfortable. Joss Whedon. Yeah. And we just, uh, just got to keep talking. That's all we got to do. Keep being honest with each other. And watch Ice Princess because yes, great movie. It is on Disney Plus, two thousand five classic. This this podcast is not sponsored by Disney Plus, <laughs> but we we can be if it wants to. <laughs> if they want to, they can. They, they, they are open to being sponsored by Disney Plus. <laughs> Disney Aaron, Plus, are you listening? Aaron will take the money every time. Oh. Every time, <laughs> sign a check. They will be sponsored <laughs> by Hamilton because Hamilton definitely needs promotion. Hey, oh, always, yeah. always Hamilton. Uh, the world would be a better place if we all sat down and watched Ice Princess with our parents, I think. I agree. Um, it might, we might lead to some difficult conversations or not. Who knows? Um, but anyway, 
Uh, I think we I think did, we did it. Thank you so much for thank you the for best having time. me. Yeah, thank you. After five years absence, great. Thank you. I'll see y'all in another five years. Guys. Yeah. Oh man, if this gossip guys thing is still going, in five years. <laughs> I'm trying to edit it in March. What are you talking about? <laughs> How many years have y'all been doing this? I mean, five years. Five years, yeah, five, yeah. yeah, or maybe really? six, six, yeah. yeah but six, like, yeah. but like, we took a a, a year off, uh, yeah. and then we're about to take another sort of. We're sabbatical. about to change this. You know, Aaron and I want to do more things together, but I think we've done this you know we want to c- close the loop on our cast members and close i'm the- still waiting for foreverwood aaron do you want to tell the story of foreverwood <laughs> the story of foreverwood i enjoyed the one episode guys i listened to it as soon as it came out Aww. i was so excited <laughs> it was, it a, was a good episode it was a good episode yeah a good pilot if you haven't checked it out check out foreverwood <laughs> and if you've never watched Everwood, what are you doing with your life? And good luck finding it. Which is now on HBO Max. Another sponsor will take if they anybody. I didn't know that. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you just made Neely's night. Just made your day. I yeah. Know what I'm doing for the next several days. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was saving it for if we ever did the podcast. It's never too late, but uh, we wanted it to be. I don't know. There, there was, there were yeah. machinations in the background that we were trying to make it different, but it didn't exactly work. But we're, uh, I don't know. Never say never. Yeah, never say uh, never. Yeah, that but, was a Bond uh, movie. Yeah, look what happened. Never say never. Yeah, exactly. Or a, or a Taylor <laughs> Momsen lyric. We don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But hey, Michelle wins this. Oh, not even Michelle Kwan. Michelle Trachtenberg gets the gold medal uh, in our heart. But hearts. Michelle Kwan can have the like the silver. She was great. Great oh, yeah, cameo. She was great. Great cameo. Great cameo. Um, Solid theater. Say that again. She's a solid skater. She's all right. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I took that very seriously. Like, oh wow, you, you really don't <laughs> like. <laughs> it's like wow. Okay. Oh yeah, I yeah. realize that people can't see. I'm laughing as like, <laughs> she's very high standards with her skater. Yeah. <laughs> she's like only Sasha Cohen. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, no skaters yeah. past 2006. That's it. Oh my god. Um, no, we, yeah. we know you appreciate Michelle Kwan. But she's number two in our hearts in the Michelles of this, <laughs> this podcast. Trachtenberg, thank you for your art. Uh, and we will be, uh, well, I guess we'll be back next week with, what are we doing, Aaron? Remind me. Age of Adeline. Yes. A season yeah, of it, Serena. A, yep. Season of Serena. She's back. Just Serena. when we were trying to leave. Just when we were trying to get out. Here she comes. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on Age of Adeline. Oh, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, it's on free form. <laughs> Um, and Neely, where can the people find you? Where can uh, they be influenced? <laughs> I am at Neelykins everywhere. So N-E-E-L-Y-K-I-N-S on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Clubhouse, all of them. What's and Clubhouse? Oh, Clubhouse, whoa. Clubhouse is a, is a new, I don't even know what it is, but people told me to sign up for it. I got an invite. I don't know. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Is Email that like me what? if you know what I should do with Clubhouse. Um, and then my blog is it starts with coffee.com. And yeah, I'm always on Instagram stories. So come hang out there. Yeah, we have to, we have to learn from you. I think that's <laughs> our, that's our off season uh, goal uh, is yeah. Take, take Neely's class, master class. Yeah. Influencer class. Oh gosh. Um, I'm actually kind of serious, but anyway, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to get out of here. Aaron, where can the people find us? The people can find us at Gossip Guys Pod, and that is everywhere. And you can email us at gossipguyspodcast.gmail.com. You can rate, subscribe. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts. 
I am at the worst, and that is the WRSST everywhere. And Andy, where are you? At Wandering Green, Green with an E at the end. That's on Twitter and Instagram. Not everywhere. All right. I'm a little uh, more. You're wondering. You're wondering. You're wondering around. You're not, you're not staying I'm wondering over. about my wandering and about where. Yeah. yeah. You and Mitch. You and Mitch are just uncharted seas. I know. Yeah. That I'm on the pond. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the I'm pond. I'm driving the Zamboni. This is on my bucket list for sure. Oh, you got to no do it. There's nothing more romantic than a Zamboni. <laughs> I want to name a pet Zamboni. I was going to say a child, and then I'm like, nah. <laughs> don't do that to your kid. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There are worse names, but uh, but yeah, I'll take your advice. I won't. Zamboni will be the middle name. Uh, Elizabeth Zamboni Green. Perfect. Uh, until next time, XOXO. Gossip, Gossip guys. guys.